Hey everyone, my name is Tammy, and welcome to the newest episode of 100% Unapologetic. Hey everyone, uh, it's Monday again, and we have a new episode. But this episode is related to the last one we did with TK. And、um, during our last episode, we talked about our viewpoints of breaking our inertia and becoming more autistic and reflective as a global citizen. We also talked about the factors that impact our potential to learn and grow from our challenges. So we're going to continue the second part of this conversation. A lot of people, including myself, are very afraid of the feeling of uncertainty, and I think it's normal because we always want to be in control of our current situation, our circumstances, and、uh, I would say I'm also a control freak. Um, for the longest time, I think one of the reasons why we're afraid of doing things that we want to, uh. Like what I'm doing right now, having this podcast, you know, talking to you about things that matter to us, it feels so good to be able to do what you love. I always think that pursuing your happiness has nothing to do with money, even though we need money to live and the world runs with money. But I feel like being happy has to do with the satisfaction you have with what you do. But at the same time, you gotta make a balance. Like I always have this thought of relating myself, my. My dignity, my self worth, with what I do, and when I fail, I don't like it and I get upset. It's good to have a balance. Yeah, and I think that you know it. It, it depends, right? It depends on who you are. It depends on like、uh, how much awareness you have for yourself, right? Because I feel like being being very mindful, and but also being extremely passionate and like loving your work and feeling super attached to. Because a lot of the times, what we do is we attach our passion to our, we attach our passion to our work and. It becomes consuming. It becomes our life, and I think that as long as you don't, I guess, take it to the point where it becomes a negative, where it becomes something that inhibits you, I think then it's totally fine, right? And I think that、um, it and it depends on what you want. I have friends that aspire to be do amazing things, and I have friends that aspire to create a lifestyle for themselves, and either is fine, right? It it's just. What have you chosen? And the thing I always like to go back to is personal choice and personal responsibility, right? Responsibility for your actions, responsibility for like what you're outputting into the world, and like seeing like how you're gonna make things happen. Because I believe personally, in the end of the day, the only thing that you really truly have control over is yourself. Like you can't, like I can't expect you to feel something. I can say things to you and. You know, try to incite a response,、uh, but I can't force anything out of you. But I can, I can choose to try to reflect and be conscious of like my decisions. The same way I can't、uh, control the weather. So these are things that I try to not let bother me. And it's it's almost like a practice of, of like you can't control what other people think of you. So it, it's it, it's almost important to try to. Reflect on it and be like, in the end, I can't control it, so I should try to not let it affect me as much. And I know it's not hard. I see, it's not easy. It's fucking hard. It's like one of the hardest things you're gonna do. But I think 
it's worth practicing. Yeah, I totally agree with that. When you find a passion that you love, I would say sometimes my perfectionism is killing the best part of me. I got this unwillingness to be imperfect sometimes because usually I have so much pride, but I don't show it. But I keep it to myself because I spend my time and energy on it. But you just can't. It's really important. You just don't let that inhibit you, right? Like having asked yourself, I think the question is that like there's an interesting conversation that ask yourself. Where is that pride coming from, and where is this need to perfect something coming from? You know what? Because it has a lot to do with my family background. You, don't get me wrong; I love my family, I love my parents, but I've been taught in a way that you know, like Asians, man, like tough love. You know, like I grew up with a tiger mom. My dad, he's like the more chill person, and he he doesn't spoil me, but he just like he doesn't complain anything I do or even. Say anything negative about it, but he would be very um, when whenever there's like a serious talk that we have to talk about. Like he would he wouldn't lecture me, but he would just have a very mature conversation with me and be like, "I noticed this and that. Maybe you should reflect on why this is happening and stuff like that." But my mom, she's more like a tiger mom, and I live. I've always tried to live up to her standards and her perfectionism because she's one as well. I just see myself just like her, so it's easy to kind of be this perfectionist and try to make make things perfect because you have so much pride for your work and for what you do. And as you said, family is a big thing. It's difficult to kind of detach. What you've been taught since you were at a young age, and I. But the thing is, I don't think it's about detaching. I don't think it's about. I think it's about taking that and learning the things and and incorporating like like hard work, is something that is important, right? The but then the thing is, is that it, it goes back to the whole idea of inertia, right? The ideas and the principles and like the like the way that you were brought up in the sense of you got to work hard, you got to do this perfectly. Like that's something that. Is imprinted on you, and I think what's important is like when now. But if you know this, when you're going back and doing things, you should just acknowledge that and then catch yourself. Like, don't let that negatively impact what you're doing. And I'm not saying you can do it right away. It's it's very it's really fucking hard. But um, it's about the the recognizing it and trying to be aware of it and then working on it. Slowly. Yeah, I think to overcome your、uh, old habits and your old mentality, you gotta have that mentality to be like, "Fuck it!" Like, I'm gonna shift my perspective. I'm gonna change the way I do things. I can have the same goals. I don't need to change my goals. But it's very important to keep my goals and use different methods. I feel like that is a very,、uh, very hard thing to do, but is doable for sure. It takes time. So, in terms of inspiration, what and who do you think that inspire you to overcome all of that and break your inertia and to to do things that you're meant to do for your own happiness? I don't think that I have an individual like like a like a celebrity or someone that I look up to in that sense. I think that I was very lucky in the sense that I found very amazing people that ended up becoming co-founders and my friends who always pushed me. And so, and and always made me question. And if you are lucky enough in life to have those type of people like next to you, and not like talking to you from like a YouTube video or something, then you should really be sure to invest in that relationship. And so, like for me, it was it was being with those people and and 
and like taking their insights and taking what they recommended me to try to incorporate into my life. It's that and books and reading and like the two books that I would say that were some of the most impactful for me were The Alchemist and The Obstacle is the Way. And these are just two books that I- You gave me that book for my, as my wedding gift. <laughs> was it was it The Alchemist or did I give them both? Uh, oh, you gave me both. Actually, you gave me both of those books. For- I, I think it's less, I, I think it's like, it's whatever you kind of take from it. But for me, the way I look at it is I think that life is a journey. Life is a process, right? And then, you know, the character in that book, The Alchemist, is going through what I think a lot of us will experience. And a lot of the experiences that he goes through are things that we'll experience in one way or another, whether that be abstract or not. Um, it's an interesting way to kind of I guess, interpret following your dreams and trusting in a process and trusting in a journey. And so I read that book at a perfect time in my life because I started, I read it right before I started really building inertia. And I was like, this is, this makes sense to me. This is what I, I, I get it. And I, I guess I kind of like, it resonated a lot with me. And I, I think that for a lot of people, when they're making big decisions in their life, I think it's a good book to read through. Um, and it has a lot of reread value. But anyways, like answering, going back to your uh, question, yeah, I would say it's 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 I I went on a side tangent there, but it is uh, my friends and the people that I have closest to me that have helped me the most, and so and have inspired me, and that's the that's the reality of it. Uh, I wouldn't trade that in for anything. Once you do that for yourself, you you kind of open up the world. I, I kind of liken it to like if you see all this change within yourself it's so hard to go backwards when you when you become extremely self-aware you would have this thought of rejecting the idea of being a passenger of your life i think everything comes from within like the way you treat others the things you promote the things you genuinely care about the things you truly care about are the things that comes from within. yeah i agree 100 it's all internal and like and change and real true change needs to be inside out, not outside in. Exactly. And honestly, this whole process can never be comfortable. And it's not luxurious at all. You know, oftentimes I love talking to senior people and even people who are like our parents' age. I love talking to people who are more mature than I am, people who are more um when they have more experiences with the society and what they have done with people and their work and things like that. Yeah, whenever you have that conversation, I feel like your inner self demands the courage to change and not to avoid your current problems for sure mm-hmm. I, I i agree with you 100 percent there yeah and, and when it comes to uh uncertainty the unknown um i feel like it takes practice i think i think the cycle of encountering the unknown is gonna be here forever it's a long-term thing and it will never go away those uncertainties and those unknowns those challenges they come in different forms at different times. And you just have to question yourself. You got to check on yourself. Like, okay, do I need to shift my perspective? Do I need to change the way I do things? And to heal the emotions that, that I've encountered before when it comes to my challenges, my frustrations, my anger, my sadness, when it comes to self-development. And, um, and I think as time goes by, we have different answers for our 
life problems, as you said, you know, it changes. It's not a constant status. We're all changing dynamically because every day we experience different things. One of the things that I, I found is really helpful, you know, like life is many shades. There's nothing that's black. There's very few things that are black and white. Um, so like, let me, one example of something that's black and white is death. Like you're going to die, right? And another thing that I think is black and white is uncertainty. Like the reality that uncertainty just exists. And when you just, when you realize this, it's like the same way that people mission, like weaponize the idea of death to be more productive and do the things that they want to do. It's the same idea of like uncertainty because no matter what you do, you're going to be uncertain about things. So instead of being afraid of the uncertainty, what if you just recognize, yeah, it is that way. And I am afraid, but if it's going to be there anywhere, why should I be afraid of it? Maybe instead I'll just use it to like hypercharge my passion or hypercharge like why I should be doing this or giving yourself a reason to go for it. And I mean, it's not always, it's, it's pretty hard, but um, I think that that's kind of like where you can really utilize uncertainty because you're either like, you're, there's no situation where you will be 100% certain. It's just the reality, like nothing is 100%. And so just memory, remembering that is such a powerful thing. I think constantly embracing uncertainty and the unknown challenges to, you know, prepare for the best and the worst and making the best decisions. When we make the best decisions, uh, we we could be happy about it. We accept it. But when we don't, um, we can always learn from it. It's a process, right? You make me you make me question a lot of things in a good way. You make me you make me challenge my values, my beliefs of why I do the things I do. Because I feel like we rarely question the root of our behaviors. Like, why am I doing this? Why am I feeling this? And then when you trace it back, you're like, oh, it makes sense now. It doesn't matter how long you have to take to go through that process. I think it benefits you in the long run when it comes to your mental health. And, and, you know, it's one of the best ways to practice self-awareness. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. To question everything, for sure. To question the root of everything. I'm so happy that you, you're you constantly building this great traveling network that you have because the things that you guys stand for are very inspiring. And I think, um, yeah, I think a lot of people should check it out. You know, I think people should be more aware of the decisions that they make and how it's affecting our planet, our ourselves and our environment yeah and it's the greatest gift you'll give yourself to do those things so that's a that's the goal right and then the dim, i think it's like there's a there's a new evolution of business where it's an intersection of like the old like as a business you still need to make money but now i think everyone's and a lot of businesses that are being created have this idea of like how do we create a business that's sustainable for everyone not just like sustainable for ourselves and i think that's the future and i think that's like kind of like what we're building and i think we're riding a wave of like companies that are doing this. And I think it's a beautiful thing to witness because I think business is such an impetuous for creating change. And if we can like help people get there faster and be more empowered to do so, the world will just be a better place in general. Yeah. So I'm so glad that we did this episode together. I'm sure our listeners are very interested in what you're doing and uh, your social media. Yeah. So the website is uh, www.inertianetwork.com. And the, our Instagram is Inertia Network. Um, yeah. 
And, you know, if anyone like checks it out and sees it interesting or just wants to have a chat, like I'm always open to having conversations with anyone. So you can also just reach out to me at uh, tkim23 on Instagram. And like, if you want to just talk about things you're going through or, you know, like what you're passionate about, I'm always more than happy to talk about it. So now our conversation is coming to an end and I really appreciate that people have been listening to the first one of Break Our Inertia and Pursue Our Happiness episode. And um, uh, this is a very short part two episode, but TK and I really enjoy talking about practicing self-love, self-awareness, to be with the right crowd, doing what we're supposed to do, doing what we love to do, follow our heart, um, to break our inertia by having the courage to do so and demand the courage to change for better and we hope that our listeners are enjoying the part one and part two episodes um in the future we might have episodes like that when we have detailed conversations about a particular topic and uh thank you for the support and make sure you check out tk's work you can check out his work by checking out the episode description and uh yeah i would like to thank tk for being a very genuine and insightful guest speaker and that's about it and i hope you have a wonderful monday and a great week ahead thank you for checking out this podcast and make sure you hit subscribe for more upcoming content don't forget to stay tuned for the next episode and bye for now